With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy fucking birthday. Happy hump day, y'all. How are you feeling, my dear? I feel good. Are you sure? Yeah. Don't you put me out there. Erica's been having a couple nervous breakdowns this week. I'm having a hard time, you guys. You know, I... We we launched this challenge in September of, like, mindfulness and just, you know, taking care of yourself. And, like, I've been pretty good... But I fell off a bit, and I've just been not really making sure to sleep <laughs> and just prioritize myself at all. And, you know, I had the results of that happen a few days ago. So I just had to cry a lot. I feel like I've been needing to cry for a while, and I've been, like, not making time for it, literally. Like, I had to schedule an appointment to fucking cry or some shit. And then I did. I was on the phone with my friend, and I just started crying. And then I just couldn't stop crying, even though I wanted to stop crying, and I just couldn't. And then I had to get off the phone, and then I cried more. And then, you know, I did my screaming technique underwater that I've told you guys about. And that helped a lot. But, yeah, I'm better. Well, dear, it's energetically, I just feel like it's just that kind of time. It's the full moon just passed. Shout out to everybody who came and hung out with us at our full moon night hike. That was fun. But the full moon is in Pisces and and it's an emotional time. You know, we're water signs. It's water. It's a lot of crying and feelings and shit. So it's okay. I love you. you. I'm good. I'm good. I am still doing my tantra challenge. That's been nice. Um, I'm still doing our challenge. Lots of challenges at one time. It's been challenging. To say the least. Bitch is not. I, I was really pumped at the beginning and then I'm like, fuck, I'm not doing great. So I'll probably be joining the Tantra Challenge like three or four more times just to perfect it. <laughs> um, but anyway. We have some guests here today, you guys. We have the ladies of Mommy Needs a Break podcast, Melissa and Megan. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having us. Thank you. How are you guys feeling today? How are y'all doing today? Feeling good. Feeling great. Good. You know, Wednesday, mm-hmm. kids are being watched. I know they have. Oh my god, <laughs> Melissa's two daughters are so goddamn cute. But they're just like, they just like immediately were like, hi, hi. I was like, <laughs> balls of love. I literally wanted to cry. I can't stop crying. Fuck. Really, so like stinky with people that they don't know. Like they have to really like you. I feel like to like love you, but they just they, <laughs> hey girl. I think they be feeling energies though. That's probably yeah. why. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can tell. I'm like, mm, no, you're mean. No. Or I think it's the mommy energy too. Mm. That's true. Mommies, you know, 
I think kids are like naturally little witches. Like they can feel it, like a dog, you know? Like they just know if they fuck with you or they Not don't. Kids are like a dog. <laughs> Very equal comparison. Primal. They are. They're kind of like puppies. In- intuitive. Like they know if they fuck with you or not. You don't need any like background checks. They're like, no, nah, not you. <laughs> I mean, they don't second guess it either. Like, I don't fuck with you. I don't know what to tell you. Get away from Oh my God, it's so funny. Today my mom called me. She's like, hey, I'm going to go to dinner with a friend. Do you remember this friend? And she said the name and I was like, that was the friend I didn't like. I remember not liking a friend of my mom's when I was about like seven. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like really not liking it was the first time I really did not like an adult that was my mom's friend <laughs> so a woman it was a woman and I was I told her I remember being like I don't like your friend <laughs> And I was a little Scorpio, seven-year-old. I was tapped in. and So what did your mom was say? was no longer around for many, many years. She disappeared because I knew. Mm-hmm. Now she's back. And my mom was like, we're going to go to dinner tonight. I was like, oh, are we? <laughs> I was like, okay. Did, did she remember that you didn't like her yeah, when you were like, seven? She's like, you know the one you didn't like? I was like, I know exactly who you're talking about because <laughs> probably the only one I didn't. But maybe she's great now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> maybe she's wonderful now. But just speaking to how, you know, kids are just tapped in and they, they can feel things. I just yeah. felt something. I just wasn't a fan of her energy. So as adults, we like, we second guess that. Like, well, she didn't do anything wrong to me. It's like, no, bitch, you just don't like her. You don't need a reason. Right. Sometimes. Yeah, we need to get back to that. Because as kids, you know, like, you always want to be like, well, I give them a chance. Like, they're not. I guess they're nice. They didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, trusting your instinct about that stuff. Yeah. Right. Because then, like, six months later, like, I knew I shouldn't be friends with that bitch. <laughs> I'd be more like, let me just see what happens. No one good and well. Like, don't date him. Don't talk to this person. Ah, what's the worst that could happen? What are your signs? When's your birthday? Oh, when's your birthday? April 26th. Oh. The day after my baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am. I'm a Libra. Oh, yeah. Of course, year of the rat. I like to, you know, I'm half Asian, so I like to be. <laughs> well, those years, the year you're born does matter in, like, Chinese, yeah. Chinese I, zodiac. I mean, it, it's real. It is real. It is real. My mom told me about it. She was like, did you read your, your Chinese Zodiac for this year? And I was just like, what? That's a thing? Like, she said this to me a couple years ago, because we've never really followed that. But she was like, yeah, like, just read it. So I read what was going to happen. And it was, this was 2020, the beginning of 2020. And I tell you, that thing was ridiculously accurate. And I was like, this is creepy. These Chinese people know what's up. What did it say? It said, like, you're going to have one of the most, like, even though everything around you doesn't look like it, you're going to be one of the people that has the most financially successful year that you've ever had. And it was the truth in a pandemic. Damn. Damn. Chinese people, what? Uh, the, these people be known. The Chinese people be known. because yesterday in Costco, told her. yesterday in Costco, she was like, do you buy this? I was like, yeah, she throw it away. What was it? It was goji berries. She was like, you can't buy anything that made in China. You can't yes, the goji berries, was, and it was like organic goji berries. It was like product of China. I was like, no, don't eat these, okay? Listen to them. Don't buy from them. The standards are different over there. It was like some other, like, berries. Girl, this yeah, ain't, ain't, no standard, ain't no standards worse than America. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's not give America too much credit. They, the standards are low, okay? <laughs> if China is competing with the United right, States, we're low. fucked. Very low. <laughs> That's funny. Um, we're such LA bitches. Everything's like astrology, Chinese New Year. My astrologist said of oh, the numerology, like <laughs> type all the numbers in. We got to figure it out. Right, right. 
<laughs> What's your sign? I talked to a psychic. She had told me to do all that, but I didn't know how to read it. <laughs> I screenshot it. Wait, wait, what you mean the psychic told you to read what? Or she told me to go read when my moon is. Your natal chart. Yeah. And so I did it. And then I was like screenshotting, like, can you tell me what this is? <laughs> why? Well, that's why you need a re- you need an astrologer to read dissect it. it. Yeah, actually, we had one on our show. This woman named Sylvia mm-hmm. from, she lives in Costa Rica. She actually does virtual yeah. natal chart reading. Oh, so she wow. can give her your time and birth. She will literally read you and break down exactly what everything means because it's essentially like how she describes it is like a screenshot of like the exact time in the world like where the stars and planets where the stars exactly were at your birth yeah. And that's kind of like, you know, yeah. explains a lot more, even more than you just being a Libra right. or you being a yeah. Taurus. Talk to your psychic. She's a little <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's. Your psychic sound lazy, girl. Girl, she's. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> that is her psychic. Like, look, you don't even have to be there for the reading. That's why she was like, it's not as accurate if you're not here, but like, if you want girl, to do a virtual one, go, call, go call I'm Sylvia. Gonna I'm going to give you her number. Sylvia Ancestral. I was going to ask, is that like an LA attribute of ours? But you're from down south. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. This was like, but one of my LA friends put me on. Of course. Yes, of course. Because you know what? Like, because where are you from? The Bay Area. Oh, the Bay Area. I don't know. I feel like when I lived down south, I lived in Atlanta for a little bit. It's just like so structured in like Christianity, like anything off the like, uh uh-uh, I don't do that, girl. I don't do no sage, uh uh-uh, because Jesus, I'm like, relax. It's safe, you know? But like, that's what I was wondering. Are you, is that your psychic or? No, she is. Well, she is. She does do like she does prayer before she, she does before. it. She does pray. She was just like basically she was like, my gift is not from the dark side. I was like, OK, <laughs> because I feel like there are people who do have dark side gifts. And she was like, no, I just want you to know that. But she doesn't. And she's from the South. So she was like, I make it work because my gift is she's like, I feel like my gift is God given. So I was like, that's true. The Bible talk about prophets. You a prophet. I guess I, you got to do it like this. I don't know. <laughs> she was good. She was really accurate. She was accurate. I might need to get her number. I love a good, not a therapist. I think the psychic is a therapist. But I was just, this is totally random. It popped into my head. I, obviously, I have to get it out of my chest. So we're talking about on your show. We had a show with Epitham a moment ago. You can go check it out over there. But about scrolling, right? So I'm not huge on the internet, but like when I do, I get into some shit. So I found this like sexy couple on the internet and they're like all spiritual and voodoo and like dark, but like spiritual. And they have like altars around their house and the nigga is real fine. And he had like all these tattoos on his face. Wait, are we following them? Because I saw them on my feet. They just, she just have a baby? Yeah. Okay. I thought, did you follow them? I thought you followed them. I, I saw them on the feed and I was like, who is this? I might have. I don't know who followed him, but I, they caught my attention recently. <laughs> and he's fine as hell. And he had muscles, and they had the a. The ba- way that you're gripping that pillow, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> the nigga just dropped a baby last week. She's like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I was lusting after this family. Like, oh, they look like a perfect, beautiful family with their home birth and his fine ass. She's a witch. I'm like, they're so spiritual, they're so pure. And I was like looking at it with the nigga, and the nigga was like, I know them. I was like, how? <laughs> He's like, they be doing porn. I was like, no, they don't. He what? was like, they be doing porn. I was like. Are you sure? I was like, look how spiritual they are. They are not doing porn. He was like, I don't know what I was thinking. He was like, for sure they do porn. I was like, I don't believe you pull it up. Guess what? For sure they're doing. Why the fuck did you not send me this? I thought I said immediately. I thought I sent it to you. They are fine. He's like eating. Okay, I'm sorry. I know. Tell me. I need to. I'm getting like I'm getting hot and bothered. He's eating her pussy all aggressively for a long time. I'm like, is she pregnant? No, I'm sure they probably. If I dig enough, I'm. If they're smart, they did that too. <laughs> 
get, get those get those coins but it did make me re- just this whole conversation the watching it first of all the nigga i was with knew much more about this the couple apparently he loves all his bitches like yeah his last wife was cold what? <laughs> He's like, yeah. Okay, so he just keeps doing porn with every. I guess so. Last wife. Okay. His, he's like, his last wife was cold, but I, he cold like 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 good. Like bad, like a, like a bad bitch. Yeah. Okay. He said, but she probably spit him out. You just stop with all these. What do you? How, what language are you speaking, bitch? <laughs> what? Language? I'm speaking high. Okay. You with this accent. Interpret. <laughs> That's what the nigga said. I was just repeating what he said. Okay. You know, I don't talk like that. All right, I know. That's why I'm confused. She's like, speak valley. I don't understand. Exactly. Like, so the bitch fine was as fuck, this fine as fuck. The ex-wife was bad as hell. No. Anyway, I had this whole, like, I was just thinking, what was I thinking that they're so spiritual that they couldn't be on porn and I support both lives. But the next morning, I got a follow and I looked like it was him, but you know, people like make fake pages. And I was like, why would you fuck with me like that? Wait, was it a fake page of I, his? I think it was a fake page of his. I was hoping it was just his second Wait, page, what? but. Oh, okay. Well, it happens a lot, like when you follow popular people and then. That might be your nigga making a fake page to follow. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let me test this you. out. Right. I would have followed him the fuck back. Yeah, it was fine. All right, cool. <laughs> He's, wait, I'm going to try and find him. This needs to be seen. Anyway, <laughs> that was totally off topic. Huh? Were they goals? I can't. Well, I thought about that. I'm like, are you still goals? Like, and I'm like, I'm the, I'm the dumb bitch that I would get fall in love with this nigga. And he'd be like, just do porn together. I'd be like, uh, <laughs> let me think. Give me till next week. Let me think about it. <laughs> You're gonna love me forever? <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> anyway, they did look like a really cool couple, and they looked like really witchy over there. They have like a photo shoot in a, in a cemetery. They have a new baby. It looks, he's like the warrior prince. He calls himself like, it's just really hot over there. I'm going to put him attack him in the details of this episode. Okay. Woo. Super important. All I know is you better just send me that link, okay? Okay. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, you want to like, send me the link. Okay. Right. The link. The tag on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, you wouldn't even know he had this secret life on Instagram. <sighs> anyway, now that I'm unhot and bothered. How do we get there? I don't know. Like, I, I've been, I, Charlotte? Oh, I okay. literally just wanted to tell anyone who would listen that I had a crush and then the miracle happened that he also does porn. <laughs> you had a crush and then you also got to see his dick all on the same day. Yes. Perfect. That's what it's happened. A, it's a dream. It was. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's tarot card time, you guys, because I'm a witch <laughs> or maybe the second poly wife of a witch, of a witch family. I volunteer. Today I pulled the Two of Pentacles. Hmm. The Two of Pentacles often appears when you are busy rushing from one thing to the next. Huh. With little downtime in between. You may tell yourself that you haven't got enough time or you're in a rush. However, remember that you don't have to be busy to get things done. Sometimes taking a break is the most productive thing you can do. Similarly, the two of pentacles can appear when you are getting caught up in a day-to-day demands and losing sight of the bigger picture. If this resonates with you, ask yourself, what life do I want? 
And how can I reorganize my schedule to create the life I desire? The Two of Pentacles invites you to manage your time and your priorities carefully. Your workload is high right now and get everything and you get everything done. You need to stay focused and productive. You may benefit from a to-do list, better calendar management, and a stricter schedule. You guys, I told you I'm a witch. Wow. Weren't we just talking about this? Yeah. Wow. We were just literally talking about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the universe telling you to slow down. Keep a vacation state of mind mm. and just know that like everything, everything's happening and as high as good. Just take one day at a time. Don't overwhelm yourself. Good advice. Mm. Well, I, I could use that. I think, I think so. I think it spoke directly to my spirit and I'm listening and I was already, I already made it to do list today actually. So I'm right. It's right on time. I received that. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have an affirmation or something that you can share with our listeners? I know I asked you, uh, Melissa. Well, you know, I work in a creative field. We're like serial entrepreneurs. Um, And every morning... Like you... Cereal as in like eating cereal? No, like like so many. Girl, there's... Cereal is big business. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You got a cereal business? Heard me Lucky talk about Lucky Charms. You gotta clarify. You got a bag of tricks, okay? <laughs> Have you ever seen eat cereal? Or no, but your else? children eat. It doesn't mean you're not invested in the cereal business. <laughs> Just saying. You got clarified. She might also, that might be next. I really like cereal. Okay, you know. I really like I cereal. I feel like that's an untapped market. I haven't seen a lot of people go into the cereal really? business. Mm. Master P. No, he has wrap snacks. No, he also has oh, cereal. Yeah. Is it like wrap cereal? He has cereal. Yes. I, I think he also has instant noodles. He does. Genius. <laughs> Just <laughs> Killing the black community one, one noodle pack. One, time. maybe they're not high in sodium. Girl, thing. Fifty percent decrease. <laughs> like I don't tell, like I don't tell anyone, but I'll like sit in the mirror every morning and I'll be like, "You are the queen of creativity, and you birth, <laughs> you birth amazing ideas." Oh, sit there, <laughs> or sometimes I'll say, "You're the mother of creativity, and you birth." amazing ideas and I'll just sit there in the morning like okay I'm ready to go you are, I love that so yeah. many ideas and I will like you know stay up all day all night trying to make them happen that is true but it's literally something I tell myself like you are the queen you are the mother of creativity I am the queen of creativity and I birth amazing ideas I know that's motherfucking right yes. every day every day every day I will no, you better hear me. That really speaks to me because we were just talking yesterday about why do we keep having more ideas? <laughs> I told her, I said, t- I told her, can't, I can't do any more of our ideas. I said, right, <laughs> literally must don't have one more idea. There are ideas. I feel like everything that we're supposed to be doing right now, we're doing yeah. it because they're ours. They've just been like taken and manipulated and recreated, but they're like, we're really our ideas. That's how I feel. And I also think that sometimes people steal your ideas, but also sometimes you don't act on them. And I personally, I feel like God takes them and gives them to somebody else. Like, they're never wasted. So you got to act on the stuff that you have within you. I know you're like, don't do it. Write it down, save it for later. Because Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, if I don't do it, somebody else is going to do it. Or hire someone. That's what I've been doing. I have been, like, I turned my my babysitter into a producer. Like, I had two concepts I wanted to produce. Literally, this 
Sunday. Actually, she will be out in the field producing. Okay. okay. And she's younger than me. You know, she'd be out there. She's, you know, no, she's, she's beautiful. And so some of the ideas I know that I'm not going to be out there doing this. I tell her and yeah, I make yeah. her a partner. Well, I you're partner. empowering her. Yeah. So, like, so I've been like getting partners, you know, just because, you know, we're fearful to like work with our friends or work with our families or, oh, you can't do that. You should can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Partnership is powerful. You can't do it all, especially when you're the birther of the ideas. Yes, I am the coheed of ideas. And I had to learn that concept. delegation, delegate everything. Just like, you know what? Because you got to put the right people in the right seats. Yeah. And then once you do that, like the bus goes, honey. But until you like relinquish that power, it's always because that's my problem. I'll be like, no, I can do it. And then I'll be like, no, I can't. I'm nervous right now. Help me. Amen. I've never had so many partners in my life. <laughs> like, literally, I've never because I always feel like, oh, I could do it. I could. Or no one. But you can't. You can't do everything. You can't do everything. Well. I don't want to do it. Yes. You just can't do everything. Well. You can try. You can probably do everything. But you it's a lot of that yeah. shit is not going to be done well. And that's what I've, I've realized. I realized that. In our business, I've realized that just learning from even my mom, she's a, an entrepreneur and like she's told me that. Like she's like, you must outsource. I've realized that I cannot be great at everything and that I have to just empower the other people to either find people that are already great at their jobs or empower people to like want to be good at that. Yeah. And I think like that's it's a gift to be able to do that. It's also it's hard delegating even. Yeah. You think like I'm gonna be a boss ass bitch, and then you're like, now you're the boss bitch, and now right. what? You're not good at it, okay? <laughs> like you're not good at it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. didn't you didn't tell this person what they needed to be what needed to be done today, and yeah. you know now not, nothing got done. So I think it also is a gift, and I think even in us in our business, like learning how to be bosses, you know, yeah. and like. Realizing our strengths and weaknesses and like we have these conversations, you know, all the time and even recently like with trying to like recalibrate our business and it's just hard. And being a mom. Yeah. And y'all are moms and like you have two kids. And y'all have partners. And you you have a a baby. And how old is your son? He's three. Three, three and three. Oof. That's when they give you a run for your motherfucking That's what money. I heard is the worst age. Yeah, and he's a boy. Cute, huh? Yeah, too. He gave you. Yeah, you thought you. You just told me. <clears throat> That's like three. You thought you, like terrible girl. Twos. You thought you missed terrible twos. Yo, know, it's no, the three. That's, That's where they come and get you. That's Whew. what I'm doing. You can't give them back at that point. They're already here at three. Right? <laughs> <laughs> They're here. Uh, what do you think is like the the most surprising thing that you've learned in motherhood so far? Well, I will say this. So I have a, yeah, I think I'm the only one that has a son here. So it's like, I've never, like what I know about men is what I've experienced with men, right? So like to see the world through a little boy's eyes is so like crazy to me. Like, you know what I mean? Just like, first of all, I didn't know, I don't have a penis, so I don't know what like penises do outside of what I've seen, right? (laughs) But like he, like at six months, he's like touching his penis and he's like pushing it in. He's like, this is fun. And so I'm sitting here like freaking out and telling his father like, oh my gosh, he's touching his penis. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, do I like turn away? I let him keep going. And he's just like, it's not serious. It's, it's exploration. It feels good. Like, oh, this is, what does this little thing do? You know? And so like just seeing him explore and like just be a boy mm-hmm. and how like I never realized what role I have in that and like what kind of you know, like, I know I'm his mom, I teach him stuff, that kind of thing. But it's like, now, how he treats women is a mm. direct reflection of what I've taught him. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll tell him, I'm like, okay, pick this up, this is nice. You know, like, this is, you know, like, even like with my purse, I'm like, okay, give me my purse. I'm be going through my purse now, right. just give me my purse, <laughs> right? You know, bring it over here, because I'll try to take everything out. But like, he just, he'll open doors. I've taught him to be very responsible, because I'm like, one day, 
he's going to have to go somewhere, meet a woman, and they're going to get together. And I don't want her to look at me and be like, you. The reason I have to do all this is because your son sucks. Uh, you know how many people right. do this? Oh, girl. <laughs> I have met a lot of sucky sons. I've wrote a lot of text messages to somebody's mother just to erase them. Like, you know what? This does not even have nothing. It does, but. <laughs> right, right, right. It has everything to do with you, but. I'm not, I'm going to just, I'm going to hold my tongue on that today. He cooks already. He cleans. I'm like, I'm very. You're three year old? Yes. What is he cooking? Child, I had him, I had cut up these like peppers and onions. He was sauteing them. He's sauteing them. Okay, yep. he got a whole kitchen. I was like, yeah, you about to be master chef. He has like a, like a baby kitchen. And I remember when I got it. I think somebody in my family was like, kitchen are for girls. I was like, okay, if you think about all the five-star restaurants you've ever been to, all who's men. the head chef? They're men. Where do you think they get that from? You know what I'm saying? I was like, so no, he got this kitchen and he gonna learn how to cook. Mm-hmm. He gonna be making stuff, so yes. We vacuuming. And- he be doing, he's very responsible, okay? I mean, he pick out his clothes in the morning. He be like, he pees in his urinal and empties it and cleans it. Not his urinal. What? Thank I need to meet the son. I know. Thank you. Man, I got to make look, sure look, he's good. I have, I have a, my daughter's six, but, you know, she could be an older. You know, <laughs> That's okay, girl, because once they get older, you know that don't matter. Know, maybe we'll set them up. <laughs> you, got, you need to relax. Yeah, good. I love these kids. <laughs> Plug him in. Look, I found I think, somebody. I sounds like a great son. He knows how to cook already. Just start young. <laughs> Listen, Nairi, he's, he could cook. Look, I found your son. I found your husband. Don't worry. Right, right, right. Sorry to set up. 25 more years. You're good. <laughs> it does. It doesn't. It is a responsibility to raise a boy, and like I'm so happy to know that there's moms doing the work, right? right. Not, because it, once you get to adult years and you see these boys dressed like men driving cars, having sex, you realize you are a toddler, <laughs> and your mom led coddled you until fucking adulthood. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit does matter, and I'm so grateful. And what is with, like, black people, just people in general, and, like, these roles, like, boys can't have no kitchen. Like, right. do boys like to eat? Right, why can't they? What is so feminine about a kitchen? About cooking. It's I a mean, kitchen. Isn't grilling, like, a form of cooking? So most men are like, oh, I'm a black man, and I'm great at grilling. Yeah. Well, that's still cooking. It's just cooking outside. It's outside, so it's... <laughs> Less, less feminine. I guess, but yeah, like what, I don't know. I challenge those norms because, and then the other thing is like, I always, I get on anybody that says to him, like that says anything bad about him. Like his father's friend is like, oh, he bad. I was like, first of oh, all, no. <clears throat> no, don't ever say that about my son in earshot or anything. You just talk about show kids. Okay. Just, no, we, <laughs> <laughs> I met them. Don't say that. And secondly, like, you know, if he's crying or if he's doing something like that, don't just tell him what not to do. Tell him what to do instead. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you know, how many men have we met that are just like emotionally stunted and don't know Ooh, how to work through emotions? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody gave them the space to express their emotions. If, if you're crying, something is wrong. It doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl. Something's wrong. We let girls cry it out. Boys are like, stop crying. Right. Well, that's fine. If you're going to tell them stop crying, well, what do they do instead? So I always tell him like when he's crying or whining, I'm like, like, use your words. Use your words. I'm not going to tell you to, because immediately he will stop crying. Mm-hmm. He will use his words. And it might come out like, yeah, I need my toy. <laughs> okay, but now you're verbal. Because right. when you get older and then you have emotions, I need you to know how to say them. Instead mm-hmm. of just being an angry man like, my heart's broken. I'm going to have sex with 50 women and oh, break their hearts. Yep. No, I need you to work through your emotions. Yep. To be able to say that. Mm, that's no. like, no, I agree. I think to a whole episode on that. I know, literally. I mean, I'm. We'll see if it works. Okay, I could be wrong. Okay, <laughs> to to- toddler toxic masculinity, <laughs> <laughs> preventing 
Toxic Masculinity Toddler Edition. <laughs> for real. Oh, there needs that needs to be a book, low key, for real. Because I feel like that's something that gets overlooked, especially I think in our community. I think like in the black community, it's like I, I think there's an undoing now, but there's a lot of undoing that has to happen, especially like I think about me, like I'm in a co-parenting situation. If you're in a, if you're single, if you're a single parent, like you get one type of, you know, experience in one household and yeah. you get another experience in another household and like even for me like I have no idea what's like what kind of parenting is happening on the other side because that's just not the state of our relationship at this point hopefully that'll change in, in the future but that's just the, the state of what it is and so it's like you don't really know like so you have to be like kind of doing the unlearning things and like hopefully you and I'm assuming you and your partner you know are on the same page and discussing like this is how this is how I want to raise my son like he will have a kitchen you know like and we are not going to shame him for that and if he picks up a Barbie like we're not going to snatch it out of his hand like because I mean I see I've seen that literally that scenario that I I thought I saw what movie did I see that shit in I saw it in a movie and then I saw it in real life and I was like what the fuck happens I'm like this shit is really happening out here but I'm saying like why can't men nurture children? It's called fathers. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You know, and I think somebody had to teach me that because I grew up, you know, my father was a very like old school black man, like, you know, boys don't wear pink or play with dogs. You know, he's like that kind of person. And so I grew up with that mentality. And, I, and when I found out I was having a son, it was very like, well, now I have to challenge all these things that I was raised with, you know? So it's like, okay, now he'll watch, you know, he's on YouTube and he's watching like the little girls, Diana and all these little, you know, they're like having these scenarios or they're playing with their dolls. And I'm like, wait, you know, my initial instinct is like, ah, chick. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Let him see how the world works. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with him understanding women. Mm-hmm. You know, I want him to understand women because that will help him out later in life, especially black women. Like, Honey, you will have an empire if you have a bunch of black women working for you. Learn how they work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Learn how they work. Right. No, so that's the thing that I feel like people don't tell you before you have kids is like, no matter how much you think you have it together right. before you have kids, whether you're married, single, whatever, the moment you see like your child do something like maybe you used to do or that you like got in trouble for, you instantly want to react people. exactly how you were treated. Like, Shut or mind your business or get out of my bed. You know, things right. like, I be, we were talking about that this morning. Yeah. I would play it in my mind, but I know I can't say it, mm. you know? Mm. And it's like this struggle of like, and even with, with Terrell, my husband, it's like, don't, don't wait. You can't say, you, you know, you can't say that, right? You, you can't say, well, why can't I say it? it they, my mom said, it, well, that's all, who, what? Right. <laughs> we're challenged in all the things that you're like, oh, snap. Like, no you're one, right. No one ever tells you that yeah. when you have a child, that there's so many things you have to undo and unlearn. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to. It was like a big compliment my dad gave me, my my 70-year-old Southern black father. He was like, I'm learning a lot about parenting through you. And I was like, serious, Deacon Thomas? Because you was really, like, hard on us, and I really thought you was the most horrible father. (laughs) He wasn't, but it was, he was very strict on us. And, like, you know, I had to teach him, I guess my son had told him no. And he, like, I don't know if he popped him or something, and I was like, First of all, don't put your hands on my son, okay? <laughs> like, let, if there's anything that needs to be disciplinary, like, whatever, just make sure you tell me or his father, we'll handle it. But don't you put your hands on him. And that's different for him because he was like, our grandparents beat us. Like, what you talking about? I can't, 
pop him if he says something wrong to me. And I was like, well, what did he say wrong to you? I told him he couldn't, you know, touch that outlet. And he said no. And I was like, well, first of all, I agree with you. He shouldn't, you know, he doesn't need to be in situations where he is going to hurt himself. However, I have actually taught him plug safety, okay? <laughs> For this very reason. Look, my little baby knows how to cook, saute. He, he is plugging in my phone. Child, I was like, look, you're going to be around these plugs. I can't put all the, the, and he learned how to take the stuff out the plugs so early. So I was like, you just got to learn how plugs work. Right. Okay, what goes in them and what does not. And so, you know, my dad, of course, didn't know that. So he was just like, well, I didn't want him to hurt himself. And I was like, I appreciate that. But don't pop him because now, because he told you no. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so he's crying. He came in, you know, Mav, his, my son's name is Maverick. So Mav came and told me like, Papa hit me. And I was like, oh, like I'm getting ready to fight my dad. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I got to fight my father. Good, he, told me. <laughs> he did, girl. I've been telling him to tell me everything. And then, um, you know, I told my dad, I was like, if, you know, first of all, don't hit him. You need to explain to him and talk to him. And then he's crying and you're telling him to stop crying. Well, why don't you tell him what else he could do? Instead, if his feelings were hurt, what else should he do? And he was like, wow, I never thought about it like that. And I remember just telling my dad and like, I wasn't even going off on him. I was just like explaining to him, like, let's think through this. And nobody has ever done that to him when it came to parenting. But old school parenting, you just... They just react. You just just react, react okay? You just react. And I know my little Korean mom was just sitting there like, hmm, (laughs) your masculine black dad got to listen to you. (laughs) (laughs) Just smiling. But like, but that made me so happy that he was like, you know, I really learned a lot from you about parenting. And I'm like, I don't even know where I learned this. I'm just sitting here like, what kind of person do I want him to be? I guess that's like what makes me think about it. Have you ever been in a long distance relationship? Was it sexually frustrating? Yeah. Bitch, me too. That's why I'm so excited that the Satisfier has the Connect app. If you guys haven't heard of the Satisfier, it is an amazing, amazing company that makes the most beautiful vibrators with air pull stimulators, with cutting edge technology. But not only that, they have an app that allows your partner to control the vibes from afar. Yep. That means no matter where you're at, you and your partner can play together. You and your partner can also use the app to play with power dynamics. You can take control of your partner's device or give up control to see what your partner has in store for you. And the Satisfier is offering our lucky listeners 30% off any Satisfier when you go to Satisfier.com and enter promo code GMBC30 at checkout. Again, if you're looking for one of our favorite new devices, go to S-A-T-I-S-F-Y-E-R.com and use promo code GMBC30 for 30% off. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Shout out to your dad because I think like a lot of times when you approach parents, 
the first thing they hear is like, you, you did it fucked up. you know what I mean they're like oh so what are you like you're alive you're good no I'm fucked up (laughs) I'm in therapy nigga um (laughs) you know but like I think like it's your first like as a parent period your parenting is you're defensive about it Mm -hmm. no one can tell you shit about your kid no one tell you shit about your parenting because they as long as they stayed alive you've done it you know like it's already a struggle having a kid but I had an issue with my dad um like not too long ago and a cousin and they're like trying to team up on me because I corrected them about something they said to my daughter like her being grown she's wearing my shoes or something and I was like don't do that and it was this whole thing and everybody blew up and I was like do you realize me asking you not to call my six-year-old a little hoochie is making a big, is a huge deal? I'm like, nobody sees anything wrong with that. Yeah. I'm like, do you realize how fucked up you sound? And um, I got so fucking mad. I like, like I was being calm, but I was like, you know, you're mad. You want to punch somebody, but you want to cry instead because you can't punch. (laughs) Um, And eventually my cousin apologized, but I was just like, damn, I'm trying to undo some fucked up ass, like, which is to me clearly uh, plainly obvious. Yeah. Don't talk shit to a f- fucking child. And you are actively fighting me about it. Like, and I'm telling you, I'm like, I'm not doing things how you did it. I literally was saying this. I'm like, things have to change. I'm like, it's not productive for her to you say negative things about her. Like she's a child, yeah. but it just made me feel at that point. I was like, I'm gonna have to cut everybody off. I'm cut off. <laughs> you're getting cut the fuck off. You're getting cut the fuck off. I'm like, this is my house. You can really get out. I think when you're trying to be a conscious parent, you automatically see where people stopped growing. Mm. And it kind of hurts because it could be your mother, it could be your father, it could be your cousin. And you're yeah. like, damn, I knew that when I was like in high school. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. But you see where people mentally just stop. kind of stop learning or stop trying to evolve. Right, exactly. Um, and it could be. It's so interesting that when you put it that way, when you put it, when you say it that way, it it puts a lot in perspective. And it's like those, it's just these uncomfortable conversations that you have to have with your parents. And luckily yours is open and is still obviously open to growing and open to a different perspective. But then there's those parents that are like, "Eh -eh." right? no, and they will always look at you as the child, even when you have children. And Mm -hmm. I think that that is universal in ways, right? Like your your parents, I know my daughter, I think of her as an adult sometimes and I'm like, you always gonna be my baby. And you always want to hear this mouth, yeah, okay? Yeah. But I'm. But I. I think. Thankfully, I think all of us here are open to like you know taking criticism and listening to our kids and hopefully letting them parent how they want to parent because there is so much that has to be undone. I mean, I think about like my when my dad my my dad grew up in the South and you know my mom grew up in Newport Beach. Like they've had totally two different experiences and so I've had two different experiences with them and there's been a lot of undoing even for my mom not being a black woman and having to, and me being a black child and exerting myself as a black child and a black woman and her not understanding certain things yeah and her being like oh you're being dramatic I'm like no I'm not actually yeah. and her having to be like oh shit <laughs> okay I right. hear you and I'm here I'm gonna listen and like those are and it's been uncomfortable you know there's definitely I mean we're we're all kind of in the beginning early motherhood and early stages that there's going to be times where we're going to have to like flex that that muscle on yeah. family members yeah and you know they're either gonna listen or they're gonna you know get the cut get the fuck cut off right right <laughs> you know or hopefully you know hopefully not but i don't know that's like the beauty of parenthood is that you get to kind of do it your way mm-hmm. And the beauty about parenting right now, just like the time we're in right now, I think we're collectively in a place where like 
we're healing and we're like more conscious of our traumas and like the things that didn't serve us in our childhoods and like, oh, maybe you're talking shit to me when I was eight. Maybe my the negative self-talk I hear now, yeah. you know, like and, and then being able to equate that to that and like reprogram ourselves. But I don't think our parents had really like the self-awareness or maybe the Internet. <laughs> the Internet gave us self-awareness, <laughs> you know, to like say, OK, well, this could change. That wasn't great. Like I can do this differently and it could maybe change the like the outcome of who you are and how you interact in the relationships that you have. So I just I'm like I'm I'm, I'm grateful for the Internet because <laughs> and I also think seeing your kids as like they are humans. Like I look People, at these. Yeah little girls is they're grown almost not grown in a negative way but they remember everything mm-hmm. they repeat everything back to me sometimes i am actually wrong but mom no you said this i'm like oh, yes, snap I, yes i did but when i think about the amount of information they retain and i'm like damn when i was a little kid i was doing that too right mm-hmm. and so i was remembering all the things i saw or all the the negative things i heard or if you said something to me what that made me feel like because halo will tell me mommy you really hurt my feelings. You are making me upset. And and we don't tell her to shut up or anything like that. Or, or, or like how our parents did to right. us. Yeah. Like, I don't care about your right. feelings. You ain't got no like feelings. Feeling. Right. You fine. I'll give you something to cry about. But, right. Right. but when I listen to her express herself, I'm like, wow, I wish I could have done that. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like, wow, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. Especially as little girls, you know, like yeah. to take up space to say how you feel. Because like, I, 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 I realized recently like something happened to me a couple times and I didn't say anything and I'm a pretty mouthy bitch but I felt myself like kind of like shut down and I was like why did I do that why do I do that and it's like sometimes it's almost like I don't even notice until after the fact like subconsciously I'm just like I just I just like log off oh yeah but it's probably because there was a point where I wasn't able to express myself and like say how I felt and I felt like I could not and so I didn't and so I think as women especially like and boys you know like like just having the power to express yourself and to say this is how I feel or that what that didn't make me feel good is so powerful because how often as women do we not tell a nigga like shut the fuck up who are you talking to you need that in your relationship I would do that a lot in my marriage where he would and he doesn't know what I went through as a kid in some areas, right? Like the triggers, like, so if he's irritated, I'll, I'll correlate that to like, oh, my mother being irritated. And I knew if she was irritated, we couldn't say anything, right? Mm-hmm. Or else it would be bad. And so sometimes if he's irritated, I'll shut down and I'll be like, oh my God, oh my God. But he's not even, like, I could say whatever I want. Right. Like a, yeah. a backslap. He's not going to do that. <laughs> like, he's not going to do that. Right. 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 But my mom would have. Mm-hmm. And so it will mess up my mind. And I'm like, oh, I can't say anything. And then when I have a full breakdown, I'm like, well, why didn't you just tell me that? Yeah. And I'm like, I could tell you that. <laughs> you were irritated. You know, like, so we can't both so be irritated. Right, right. But in my mind, I'm thinking if he's irritated, that means he's going to do something or, to me or because my mom did or you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just all this miscommunication that's unnecessary. Right. Like it's really yes. unnecessary. Like, or just feeling like your your feelings don't matter. Right. right Doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. That's but what I'm also- working through in therapy. Like trying to because I realized like growing up it was always like, shut up. No. Yeah. Like you know, and I was like, why do I have this like need to always explain? Like I over explain stuff. Somebody asked me like, oh, where is this? Oh, so if you do this, like I didn't ask you all. <laughs> <laughs> 
like, where is this? Like, my fiance tells me that all the time. He's like, do you realize you be, like, answering 15 other questions I never asked? And I was like, why do I do that? And I realized it's because I always, I never felt like I was allowed to speak. Yeah. So when I get the moment to, I'd be like, okay, well, let me tell you everything, because at any moment, you're going to cut me off, and I'm not going to get to say it. And so, like, I, like, in therapy, like, my therapist is just like, okay, let's talk. Like, think about it, Megan. Like, what, what caused you to be like that? And I was like, Deacon Thomas. <laughs> not Deacon Thomas. <laughs> over here, keeping me from, like, expressing myself. But now that I know that, it's like, okay, if he asks you where this is, just answer it one sentence. You ain't got to say all the extra stuff you didn't Here's your me. lesson. I think I, I shared my therapy lesson was touching my body. Yours is just to... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. One word answer. Just answer the question. Just yes. answer the question. Act like a hostage. <laughs> Not act like a hostage. <laughs> Oh my god! Are you? Have you guys either one of you been in therapy with um, your partners? Yes. yes, I did premarital counseling. Yes, yes, because we was not gonna make it through that pandemic. Okay, I, like I had, to, I was looking for apartments. I was like, I gotta get out of here, and like you know, just. Are you married yet? No, not married, not married yet. yet. Okay. We've been engaged for like what three years for a long time, mm. basically, and um. And so it was just like, you know, and I have a lot of still undoing of what I thought like a relationship should be. Like, I didn't realize I had like the Disney fantasy. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, what was was your like, Oh, like, you know, people don't, because I grew up, my parents had this thing where we don't fight in front of the kids. So in my head, if things are wrong with us and we have a disagreement, it's over. We ain't going to make it. Oh, because you never saw it. Because I never saw it. Whereas you should, yeah, like you should show your children, like, we have a disagreement and this is how we get through it. I never saw that. So Mm -hmm. like I said, I'm over here like, oh, we disagreeing about everything. It's over. <laughs> I got to get an apartment. I'm out of here. <laughs> and like, and my, my therapist was like, no, like it's not over because I'm going to tell you right now, all the people that I see here, your problems ain't even that bad. I was like, really? I don't have to go look for an apartment? And she's like, no. no like, you, you, you should stay. <laughs> but Trust me. Reel it back. But it was just like, you know, you have to undo these things that you think about when it comes to relationships and what it really means. And like, so I'm like, oh, so fighting is okay. Or like disagreeing about stuff is okay. All right, got it. And so like us being in therapy together, he like there's things that he didn't know. He was like, why didn't you just say that stuff to me? There's a lot of stuff you should have just said. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, well, I thought that I shouldn't complain about it. And then mm-hmm. then in my head, I have this whole narrative of stuff like, ooh, he's probably thinking this, and that's probably why he did it. And like, <laughs> you made up a whole like, story that don't even I exist. I'm just hungry. That's why I said that. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, well. oh, okay, well. <laughs> he was like, you should have said something. I was like. Mm. <laughs> Okay. You really are two different people when you get with somebody. Yeah. Two completely different people. I was, I've been chatting with this gentleman, and he was telling me that in his previous, he was engaged at one point, and that he went to therapy before before marriage. Because I don't know some people, I was like, he was like, it was either go see the pastor or go yeah, to the therapist. And, okay. like, and it just didn't feel, I didn't feel aligned in that. I felt like therapy would be better. And it was the best thing we ever did, because in therapy I realized that we shouldn't be married. Mm-hmm. And... It was actually they went in with the with the uh, with the hope like not the hope but like it was it wasn't for that purpose yeah yeah you know it was not for that purpose like they were planning on marrying and then they did it and they were like he was like yeah no this isn't it and I'm just like that could be so scary too though like going into like therapy with someone and then like I feel like that's what you have to kind of be open to when you when you really go into therapy is that you're really going to like solve some shit and you might not like the answer right. And that's why I think some people avoid therapy, too. Yeah, because they don't want to... They know the truth, but they don't want to see the truth. They yeah. just like, uh, let's just avoid, avoid, avoid. Yeah. yeah. Terrell hated it. We did it. 
got married and but what I you did it after you were married yeah okay well we talked to the pastor before we got married Mm -hmm. because it was like the thing to do in my head I mean now if I would go back I probably wouldn't have done that but it was whatever (laughs) but after we got married we went and he wasn't it he wasn't it he would be doing his homework right before you know the lesson and it just seemed like I was pulling teeth and so finally I was like you know if you don't want to go like you you don't have to go like I'm not going to force a grown person to do anything Mm -hmm. in this lifetime ever and I realized once I kind of let go of the control of trying to do what I thought was like right like we should be in therapy he like changed on his own. Mm. Not everything, but just mm. like some of the things that we would talk about, like he, he just needs to do it in his own time. Mm. And I just had to worry more about myself. Mm. Right, right. Like I just started worrying more about myself, taking care of myself, controlling my own emotions and not letting certain things affect me. And then it felt like he was just get on board almost. It was just like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. like dang, oh, I guess she's over there. Doing, okay, well, let me come over here and try <laughs> Like, like I, I don't know who I was talking about, the love language book. Mm. You were supposed to read that book three years ago. <laughs> Just last night, he was like, oh, yeah, oh, let's, let's read, like, three chapters, like, by yeah. maybe in two weeks. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I love this organized you know, relationship. I think once I just let go of trying to control him to what I thought he, we should be doing, then everything kind of settled out a little bit. I still go with my own therapy, but, you know, if he wants to go, he can go. I think sometimes the control of the relationship or of the other person is an avoidance of what you need to be doing for yourself. Yeah. Oh, oh, a thousand. But but sometimes also like if that like obviously you guys are meant to be together, but like also I've been in a relationship where I'm like I can't live with you and also take function. It doesn't it's not going to happen. The side of you pisses me off. Like it's not yeah. you not doing anything I ask is not me avoiding. It's me a screaming voice saying "run, bitch, run." Right. right. You, know, you have to like the person. Right. Like you actually yeah. have to like yeah. this person. You don't have to like everything about them, but you just need to like them as a person, respect them as a person. Because that's where I feel like the friendship comes in. Where it's like, okay, we're not going to be like intimate every day and it's not going to be romantic every day. It's not going to be this every Every single day. day, But I can still talk to you about like the song that came out. Like we did when we were friends, right? Like, you know, like let's go get something to eat. Let's like we're like homies almost. Yeah. You know, it's just. I I think when it comes like, I think that's the biggest obstacle, right? Like, so we're single, we were in relationships, you know, we broke up with those people and you guys, you're engaged, you're married. And I think like people, cause I struggled. I was, my baby daddy was like my high school sweetheart. I've known him for like fucking 15 years. But it's like, when, what is like a break, like a no, you know what I mean? Like sometimes you go to therapy and you're like, okay, he's going to figure it out. He's going to get on board. Okay. I, I love him. I fuck with him. He's doing all these things and like the rest of it will come. Right. Or it's like, when do you be like, I uh-uh, no, mm-mm. like love you. And we're friends. I mean, you have, yeah, you know. you know, but we question it so much. Right. Because, we, because yeah. you question like, oh, this is how we, we're best. You know, we've known each other yeah. for 15 years. We have a child together. So I mean, obviously, I'd rather it work out than not. So let me lean towards that way as opposed to like, okay, neutral party here. Let me just look and see the pros of the car. You know, we want we want those things. And so sometimes it clouds our judgment. But I think at the end of the day, you always know. Because, you know, like even me and my fiance, we have it has not been easy. Okay, like even how we got together, we we were long distance for the first two years Mm. and seven months in I got pregnant. So now I'm like 
pregnant with this dude that I barely know who lives on the other side of the U.S. We're trying to forge this relationship, and now I get pregnant. And so it's like, now I got to learn how to be a mom after I've been the single, like, carefree career woman for all these years. So now I'm, like, learning to be a mom, learning to be in a relationship with a man who I don't really know because he lives in another part of the country. (laughs) So, like, there was a lot of rocky parts for us. But then it was like, okay, you know, there's, there's been a lot of tough times, but... Do I, like, what's the choice here? Like, do I want to choose and work through this stuff with him? What are my absolute boundaries? And that's what I guess I had to learn in therapy. Like, what are, what's, the, what's the line? What are, your, what are your top three non-negotiables? Um, Lord, what are they now? Um, well, mine is cheating. One of them is cheating. And the reason I say that is because I work in a situation where I can... I work with a lot of men. Yeah, like. That's my child. I just need people to know that. Oh, oh that's fine, girl. Yeah. <laughs> this is good moms, bad choices. Mom, people be moms and shit. Right. <laughs> she's she's taken care of. I don't know how loud. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't think it's. Yeah, I think it's fine. But like, um, one of mine is cheating only because like I have the ability to cheat all the time. There's men all around me. <laughs> I work with men, and I choose not to take that road. So because of how I feel about it. My personal one is like, like, come talk to me first. Let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's talk about it. If you feel like something is not being met, if you feel like, you know, you feel, let's talk about it. So the, uh, cheating is one of mine. I would also say like physical, like mm-hmm. hitting. Don't ever put your hands, don't ever, ever put your hands on me. That's immediate, we're done. What's my third one? Do I have a third one? I gotta think about that one. What's yours? I feel like, like, if you just don't want to, if you just don't like me, I've asked him before, like, do you still like me? Like, still, <laughs> because sometimes I will feel like that because I'm, I'm very, I just can feel people. I can feel if you don't want to be there, I would never want to force someone to stay right, right. where they don't want to be. And I know deep down, like, I will always be okay. Like, and I think the moment he tells me this is not what he wants, like, I would be like, okay. Mm-hmm. Because I would never force someone to want to be with me. Mm-hmm. Because I've always been okay by myself. Right. You know what I mean? The physical, yeah, my daddy's never even spanked me in my life. So don't ever think you can put your hands on me. But I, for me, though, really, it's like if you don't want to spend time with me, if you don't want to, like, be with me, then I've asked this before. Too. Like, Have you had something in your childhood or, like, something happened to you where you felt like somebody was, like, staying and they didn't want yes, to stay? My, I, I, yes, 100%. I feel like my mother kind of would always trap my dad to, mm. to be there almost or make him feel guilty or, um, like, they didn't like each other. They didn't like each other. That's what it came down to. And I always tell them yeah. that if you just accepted that y'all just did not like each other, <laughs> like, you guys did not, you guys were young, you didn't know yourselves, like... You didn't like each other. Just throw it to the streets. Like, whatever. You know, like, they were young. They were in the clubs. They were doing this. They were doing that. Like, what is that? Like, right. it's not a relationship. And so for me, yeah, it's always, I'm always like, do you want to be here? Do you want to be married? Because if you, if you don't, that is okay. Right. And I swear yeah. to you, that is the conversation. Because there's too much life. Like, and I've watched my mom live a life that, like, she wasted. Not, I don't say she wasted, but she was trying to get this man to do something. That yeah. he was not going to. Do. Are they still together? No, absolutely not. What made her? What, what, what was her like cutoff? Like what? She. I mean, he had kids. And he had another. I have another sister. That, I have two sisters that are the same age. Um, he was trying to show her. Right. I <laughs> he mean, was trying to tell her. Like, it was like like he wasn't going to be this person mm-hmm. you wanted him to be. And so that's the thing. It's like 
if this is what I need in my life and you can't be that for me, then fine. Like you should just go. Mm-hmm. You should yeah. just go. No, I agree. I, I, I had a similar like parental relationship situation and I'm the queen of I don't get jealous and I don't care no I mean if that's what you want to do that's what you're going to do because yeah. I'm not about to be out here big yeah because I saw a lot of that and I was like oh that's not a good look beating up women yeah <laughs> she was out in the I mean what same phone calls cursing bitches yes. out I'm not I was like this looks like a lot of effort sis going to yeah. live that life ever <laughs> the moment you wake up and like I don't want her no more you should just please, tell me. Yeah, please let me know. Like, that's really my thing. Like, and I feel like you show that in your actions. Like, right? You show that you don't want to hang out with me or you don't want to. That's why cheating is one of my non-negotiables because I'm like, before it got there. Right. You felt something. You felt something. Something was, a need wasn't met. You were bored. You needed more sex. You wanted somebody to talk. Like, there was something that wasn't met. Right. So if you felt like that, let's have that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, because I'm not one of, I'm never one to, like, that's, I've never had a gun to anybody's head and be like, I'll be with me. Yeah. No. Women do that. Yeah, they do that. They do it. But, like, I've but, done that in the past, like, with people that ain't even my boyfriend. So it's like, I'm not going to be in a marriage and you don't want that's me. So suffocating. Like, what? So suffocating. Let me go find me a little cute place. I think also, like, non-negotiables change. Because I know, like, mine have changed. I think when I was, like, in my early 20s, I think cheating probably was one of them. And now I have a different perspective because I just, I don't believe in, I believe that hopefully I'm cultivating a relationship with someone, for me, that we are just honest about what our needs are and I don't necessarily feel like I can I know that I can't fulfill one person's needs all the time whether or not you decide that I can great but I I need a relationship where I we can have the space open where if you need a need met that we can't that I can't do for you we can discuss that and it doesn't mean it's the end of my relationship I'm not going to throw all this goodness away because you needed some pussy like I just I wouldn't that's just not mine but like now my non-negotiable will probably be definitely it's always physical like hell no don't ever I told I told another man too like if you ever call me like out of my name Mm -hmm. oh I don't it's done it's yeah, really done yeah. for me. Like, because yeah. that just is a level of disrespect that I feel like once it's done, once you go there and then you go back, every single time, you it's a guarantee that shit is going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've literally given that permission, that person permission to disrespect you in that way. Absolutely. Very rarely does it ever not happen. I mean, I'm saying, I mean, there might be people that's like, well, my nigga did call me a bitch one time, and that was in 92. <laughs> that was in 92. I mean, just like there's people who a man put their hands on them one time and never did it again. Like, there's these rare, rare, rare instances that rarely ever happen. Don't hold on to it. So, like, it's not, it's probably not going to happen. But it, 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 it does exist. I think also someone who's like, just very limited in their in their goals. Yes. And like Ooh, yes. that I could do, I've done it in small doses for short periods of time where I'm like, okay, well like maybe he's not as goal oriented as me, but he provides all these other things for me. I will cheat on you. I will cheat on you. <laughs> because then he's going to be intimidated you. by yeah, you. He's yeah, going to be yeah. threatened by your success. He's and that's really, that's always what happens. There's, yeah. there's some few cases where men are totally comfortable with their woman, totally, you know, surpassing them in success. And and I don't necessarily need to my man to be more successful than me. Like, I like us to, you know, to challenge each other. Yeah. Um, but I do know that when I call a nigga and I, and he is still doing the same shit he was yeah. doing this morning sure. every goddamn day yeah. and I've done sent 40,000 emails booked a retreat uh, started a cannabis I'm like bitch nigga what 
Right. No. That's every like, man I ever dated. I am dry. dry. It is dry here. Oh my God. I'm bored. <laughs> and I was talking to some girls about this, like me and a, and a few homegirls, and they were just all like, and they're all single, and they were like, and they're all doing well financially, like in their own careers. And they were like, I will not date a man who doesn't have money. I will not date a man who doesn't have money. And I was like, well, wait a minute. Cause it's a little bit more than money. You can have yeah, a lot of money. And not do shit. Right. And I was like, for me, it's ambition. Ambition. The ambition must be there because no matter if you have a broke phase, you go, it's not going to last long because you're ambitious enough to get through it and get to the next thing. So I was like, nah, I don't, I don't need the money. I need the ambition because with that comes security and there comes a lot of other things. But yeah, I was like, let's, let's not say that anymore. Yeah, no, no, that is true because yeah. you can have, you can, you can, you can have your sugar daddy that's retired that isn't doing shit, but did all the did all the things. I mean, for me, like that's nice too. Like, of course, like I'm I'm a single mom. I'm I want to be taken care yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. After a while, I'm probably be bored too. I'm yeah. like, what are you doing? Like, come on, like you know, I, I ambition yeah, is really. <laughs> well, usually, sugar daddies have a lot of energy to do extra shit on the side. <laughs> I don't know. You are the sugar daddy expert, so. I wish I was a fucking sugar daddy expert. I'm not. I think it's more about the ability to manifest together. If you are cool, like, if you're just cool with, like, buying a house in Long Beach and living there forever. I had a pick Long, Long Beach. Beach. I dated There's a Cerritos. specific person she's talking about. I know, right? Shout out to all the women that bought houses in Long Beach. Y'all did your thing. I'm happy for you. <laughs> I can't afford a house anywhere, so you're doing great, but... When we're talking about our long-term goals, I want to, like, reach high as fuck. And I'm not saying... Sure, I'll throw a beach in Long Beach house in there, too. But I want a house in Brooklyn. I want this. These are things that I want. And it it was not that he was buying a house in Long Beach. It was more that he was like, oh, it's cheaper in Long Beach. I'm like, why are you setting your goal there? Why are you setting your goal to be cheap right now? Like, if you're going to set the bar, set the bar high. That was my... And the nigga was richer than me. He had a good job. He was nerdy. Remember the nerds we talked about? (laughs) Everything seemed aligned, but he was so... His mentality was in such scarcity. Like, we would travel. He was just, like, very fucking frugal. And I'm like, my nigga. That's what I had to learn. Because my fiancé is, like, he's done well for himself. And so when we got together, I've always, like, there's times (laughs) in my life where I have worked, like, three jobs. Like, I've been working since I was 14. So I come, you know, I was on, like, free lunch growing up. So, like, in my mind, like, I'm always watching money. I'm always, like, nope, that's too much. And so, like, he said to me the other day, he was, like, why don't we get a new, like, we need a new washer and dryer. Why haven't we got one yet? I was, like, because it's not a holiday sale (laughs) for me to get one. (laughs) And he was, like, breaking her back to do things. I'm, like. Black Friday, okay. That's what I said. I was like, that's the next holiday, Black Friday. So we'll get one. And he was just like, no. That makes sense to me. I mean, it does. It's only only a couple weeks away. Now he's just like Megan's fiance. But it's probably about asking. Girl, stop. It's it's probably like the maybe you have a problem asking for things. I do. I absolutely have. Yeah, because I do too. It's 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 like ooh, I'll just wait. Yeah, I'll just wait. And then I learned that when I got pregnant and I was on maternity leave and then COVID hit and I wasn't working and I was like. And you got a whole husband, and you was like, I can't but ask I still him. was, I was like, oh my god, oh my god. But the good thing about him, he always says us. Like when he gets paid, oh, we got paid today, and I'd be like, do you guys have a joint oh, bank? Account? Yeah. Okay, because I'd I was be like, like some, some married people don't. Still, we got like, paid yeah, today. We, we got paid. <laughs> we did we now? <laughs> but that's it's hard when you've just had everything, but then yeah. you have to rely on someone else. But you don't have to rely on him. I think the point with him is like. Especially when you guys moved. It was like, oh, I got to cook. I got to clean. I was like, no, you don't. You can hire a... I have a cleaner. But then, but I guess because, you know, growing up, it's like, 
we didn't, it was always thought like, okay, as a woman, you take care of everything. You take care of your house, you clean, (laughs) you know, or else you're less than, at least in my head I was. And so I was like, I was really going through depression because I was like, how do I have, I have a whole career. I'm a whole like head of production for a company. I have a real job. And then on top of that, like, how do I make sure this house is always clean? How do I make sure there's dinner on the table every night? Shift day. Like, I, I just, I was like, I have to do it all. I can't, like, I'm just less than in my head and he never put that on me it was me mm-hmm. and it was like oh well Megan you do make enough yourself you can hire help you could do that and I just was like wow you know what I can and that doesn't make me a bad mom it nope. doesn't make me a bad hire the mother. help yeah please yeah. hire all the help all of it so that you can be a good mom exactly so that you have space to be a good mom and you can clear out that you know all the other shit because yeah. I am full I'm in full advocacy if you can afford it do the shit okay so stereotypical wife, yes, mom, I, like uh, idea make dinner, whatever, make that we think. Once a week, boo. Right, right, It'll right, be right. fucking delicious. It'll <laughs> be the best meal you've ever had. I've been thinking about it all week. It's gonna be great. <laughs> the, the chef has prepped all the ingredients. <laughs> I just have to stir. Right. Perfect. <laughs> oh my god. Um, well, we have a sh- we have a segment on our show called Horries. Um, and if you guys are just tuning into the show and you don't know what a horror story it is, a highly horrific hotel. You can be creepy. It could be level ten hoish, and you know we ain't shaming over here. So it's whatever, whatever is a sexy little tale. So I was wondering if maybe one of you ladies have one to share. You want me to go? My look, mine is real quick. There was crumbs in the nigga bed. Okay, <laughs> I was that is just horry like scary. That was, scary. That was just as scary to me. I don't like. Cr- I hate crumbs Wait, in the bed. I can't too. say horry. Are you saying scary or are you saying like horish, hoish? Oh, okay. Because I'm like okay. It could be it could be hoish and scary. I was, I looked, like this I one. Okay, okay. She was, we were talking was like and I had gone gone to the, his house and I was like, if something happens, it happens, you know. And then I got there and he pulled them sheets back and it was crumbs all up in there. I was like, I'm out of here. That no. is kind of a horse. Oh, oh that's kind of scary. That was, that was scary. I just was like, I, so I got to roll around these Cheetos. I'm good. No. <laughs> I'm not trying to be for your <laughs> Never mind. I was talking to my one of my single friends the other day. She came over and uh, she was she was in a predicament about dating like friends and things like that. And she was like, there's no way I can do this. Da, da, da. Wait, two, the guys are friends or yes. he's her? Oh, like, okay, okay. like she was in the car. Someone saw her in the grocery store. We'll do all this stuff. And it was just okay. like, oh, my God, how? And I was just like, let me pull out my stories. <laughs> and so I told her, I was like, do you know so-and-so, Terrell's best friend, flat, frat, frat brother situation? And he, she was like, yeah. And he'd be at our house. He'd be here, the kids. I was like, yeah. I was like, well, you know, the first time me and Terrell ever met each other, I was with him. <laughs> and he was with my roommate. And we were at the club, and we came back to the house, and like... You know, whatever happened, happened a few times. And then from there, um, me and Terrell became friends. Like, I didn't like that guy like that. Me and Terrell, we just became homies, friends. And then I remember, like, when we got, uh, when he wanted to get married, I was like, what about so-and-so? Like, he was like, what about his loss, his bad? And I was like, are you sure? I mean, this is his legit best friend. Like, frat brothers, everything. Like, birthday dinners. I mean, but thank God he's a grown ass yeah, man. But that's the point. It was just like, and I was like, yeah. And so I told her, she's like, really? I was like, yeah, girl, you see him? I was like, you know, the other day I realized, like, wow, they really love each other. And I just sit back sometimes, like. <laughs> <laughs> got that, guy. Yeah, just like this. 
You're like, wow. Well, I did that. I did both of that. But <laughs> luckily, I floor, didn't I? luckily, I landed where I'm at. Yeah, I mean, I'm so grateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, all the men that I ever dated in my past are, uh, to me, it's just like, wow, you, like, you're still there. You're still doing that. You know, I lucked out. Sometimes, like, how did I get him? Because, <laughs> I mean, he knows everything, you know, yeah. about that type of. Person. Shout out to your husband for being a grown man. Shout out. Shout out to him. The point was, you know, it was just like, girl, just go for it. Who cares? Just be up front in the beginning. Like, yeah, hey, you yeah. know, I... And he most likely won't care. And if, well, and if he does, well, fuck him. Well, right. Let him go. Well, maybe he no, does. There's okay, a whole group of men that care. Let okay, sorry. You. There's like a 99. I mean, obviously, that tells you where his where maturity level yeah. is. Yeah. And that, then you have to ask the question, do I want that kind of man? Yeah, yeah. Because that actually helped me tell him more things that I thought I would never be able to tell him. Right. That That's I got funny. serious with. I'm like, there's no way I'd ever tell this person. Right. Never tell. I've licked ass before. Is that what he said? <laughs> Don't tell. <laughs> you know what? I was, so when I was browsing my favorite news source, The Shade Room. Um, I saw this tweet from Meek Mill and it made me think of this yeah. actually this okay. very moment because I think it, I said, saw that. it said it's hard to find a woman that ain't clap your dog or no industry vibes. It's getting more scary. I'm first like, of all, nigga, all your friends are fucking everywhere. Right. Why is it on us? Why is it on And first of all, there's a lot like, of women I'm a who good are. Woman. I want to say and, and also, why the fuck does it matter? Right. Put right. his bomb then, obviously. <laughs> Take your nigga's word for it. I'm just saying, like, I feel like... <laughs> get the deets. Uh, I just feel like it, it's just, like, I, people fuck. People have sex. And sometimes, you know, you might have sex with someone's friend, and that doesn't mean that they're meant to be, and that doesn't mean right. that you can never be with that person. Yeah. I just feel like... I had a I had a situation where I was dating someone and then like I found he told me he knew this man and I didn't even know he knew this man and I was honest with him. How would you know? And I said, hey, you know, me and that man had a situation at one point and it just like was it just blew his mind. He just could not get over it. It was you're this like virgin like right. You have a child, right. but you're a virgin. Never had sex. <laughs> yes. And I was like, are you serious right now? I was like, first of all, nigga, I'm sure that you fucked a few people I know. Right. But you're just not going to tell me because then we'd be on even. Playing right. field here right, because right, that's right. usually the scenario anyway. Yeah. And secondly, why does it matter? I mean, yeah, I, I think that he, you know, what he told me he's like men, he's like women want to be loved and cared for. Men want to feel like the most important, like the like yeah. like the most important person in the room, like exclusive, like that's like no one else has had what they've had. Yeah. Newsflash, nigga, you're not. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, no. And see, if you have to take all that responsibility to make you feel that important, like I don't, I can't take on that kind of No. Yeah. No. You can't make me complete a hundred percent happy. No, you can't. I don't, I don't even. So I mean, yeah. Well, that's a beautiful. Yeah. I love that story. I do. That's I, a beautiful. I'm reminded every holiday, every celebration, <laughs> every. I just feel like. <laughs> Welcome to my home, children. <laughs> it's, it's a testimony that yeah. maybe the homeboy is your husband. Right. Ooh. You know, it's a testimony. You don't know. And, like, everybody keep calm. It might <laughs> move aside. That's a good one. Do you have any homeboys? Uh, no, I gotta be rethinking everyone. We're friends, right? Don't usually they're the spectators who'd be like, dang, if I would if I had a girl right? like that. Yeah, right. If I had a girl like that, mm-hmm. man. That's it's usually the, the yep. one. Yeah. Yeah, you hear that niggas? Watch out for your homeboy. He might slip and take your girl, so treat her right. Or yeah, come correct. Or don't come at all. Or pass me to the homeboy who is ready. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Oh my God, ladies! Well, thank you so guys so much for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for having us. This was fun. I enjoyed this conversation. Can you tell our listeners where they can find you? 
Yes. Um, Mommy Needs a Break podcast is everywhere that podcasts are. So find us. We're there. Um, we have we do a video version on YouTube as well. M&AB podcast. Um, M&AB podcast everywhere on your social media. Yeah. Oh, and me, Meg, at Meg Scoop. Like a scoop of ice cream because I like ice cream. Mm. I was going to ask you. That's really not why. It's because I used to I'd be nosy and have the scoop on a lot of stuff. Oh, That's uh, I figured that's I what it was. Like people that. It's ice cream. What's your favorite? What's your favorite flavor? Pralines and cream. Oh my god, me too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, that shit is my shit. Great. <laughs> so well, there's a black owned ice cream. Um, my girl, Alcho. No jams. Oh, have you heard of Alcho? No. Oh, Alcho's in the Park. Park. Um, uh, uh, oh yes, I've Janelle been there. Petty. Yes, I yeah. took my kids there. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there. I've been. The hip hop ice cream shop. Yeah. Damn, all these black owned ice yeah. cream shops and shit. Oh, ice cream. True. <laughs> I better have pralines and cream. Please. <laughs> yeah, you can find me. She is Marisa J. And you see me and my kids and um, my husband. Her very mature husband. Yeah, that. Yes. <laughs> and come to her fabulous co-working space in Inglewood, California, called La Create Space. We're here now. We're here right now. We're at La Create Space. We've recorded here a few different times. And it is an amazing space. And Black-owned support our people. And if you have a podcast in LA, come sh- come shoot it and uh, film it here. Mm-hmm. Thanks, ladies. That's lovely. Plug your stuff. We're going to plug it for you, boo boo. Right. Um, you know where to find us. We're Good Moms, Bad Choices across all platforms. If you want to see us get sexy on the internet, <laughs> at Good Moms underscore Bad Choices. Follow our new retreat journey. Our first one's coming up in January 2022, the Good Vibe Retreat. Yes, we'll be in Costa Rica with the tribe and doing hood red stuff with our friends. Oh, oh I'm serious, guys. I'm about to really ask you about this. Come, yeah, on, come. come on, come through, come through. Um, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.